Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. When a beautiful single mother follows her heart. She thought he was so handsome. Will you marry me? Yes! I felt it in the pit of my stomach. I knew something was wrong. She ends up missing in the snake-infested backwoods of Florida. I could smell this odor of death. Police uncover a twisted web of lust and betrayal. Not like a love triangle, like a love square. He was trying to outsmart us. You're taking my kids to Mississippi, huh? Who's the mastermind behind this evil plot? That was a shocker. Central Florida's Marion County is a strange brew of beautiful horse farms, feral swampland, and dark, impenetrable woods. You have the swampy area, you have the lakes, you have the Ocala National Forest. You could stop beside the road and be right near alligators or bears or snakes. Locals here reside in homes nearly choked by dense, dripping trees and untamed foliage. Land wild enough to cover up unspeakable crimes. On February 16, 2009, a young mother of two fails to show up for her 8 a.m. restaurant shift in rural Reddick, Florida. Heather Strong was a waitress at the Iron Skillet, which is inside the Petro truck stop. Hey, Sal, how you doing? Hey, where's my favorite girl? Good question. She's two hours late. It was very much out of character for her for not to show up, no call, no nothing, no warning. Hey, Heather, this is Brenda. Sweetheart, where are you? I really need you on the clock. Call me, please, okay? The restaurant manager knows Heather needs this job since she's raising her eight-year-old daughter and two-year-old son without much help from her estranged husband, Josh. It just doesn't make sense. Three states away in Mississippi, Heather's cousin, Misty, starts to worry because she hadn't heard from Heather in a couple of days. 
Heather was more like a sister to me. We were really close. Hey, girl. You picking up a lot of extra shifts or something? Just checking in on you. A week goes by, and still no one has heard from Heather. Starting to get worried. Will you please call me? So Misty stops by Heather's mom's house, one town over in Mississippi. Hey, Karen. How are you? I'm good. Listen, have you talked to Heather recently? She's not answering her cell phone. I haven't talked to her since last week. Where are the kids? I mean, they're probably with Josh, but something in my gut is telling me something's wrong. I'm gonna call Josh. Okay. 27-year-old Josh Fulgham is Heather's husband and the father of her two children. The couple separated just six weeks ago. Hello? Hey, Josh, it's Carolyn. Um, we haven't heard from Heather in a week and just wanted to know if you had heard She left the kids here with me and was uh, headed to Mississippi to see family. What? You ain't seen her yet? He said she came to Mississippi. Well, let us know if you hear from her. I knew something was wrong, and that's when I called the cops. Carolyn files an official missing persons report with Florida's Marion County Sheriff's Office. How long has she been missing? Nobody's heard from her for a week. Okay, ma'am, we'll go check her residence first. Heather and her kids live in a small trailer park about 11 miles from her job at the truck stop. Turns out they weren't alone. Is this Heather Strong's residence? Yes, ma'am. But I hadn't seen nothing out of her in like a week. And you are? Jamie? When did you last see Heather? I hadn't seen her in like a week. You tried over her husband Josh's house. Can I take a look inside? I, I guess. Looks like Heather and the kids left in a hurry, but she sees nothing else suspicious. Deputy Billings takes down Heather's boyfriend Jamie's information and then tracks down Josh Fulgham at his own trailer about 10 miles west. Josh Fulgham? Yeah? Heather Strong's husband? Yeah, we're separated. When's the last time you saw her? About a week and a half ago. She wanna get out of Florida for a while. She wanna go see family. How long are you going to be gone? Just need time to figure out what I want. Me and the kids are going to miss you. Yeah. yeah well, give me a call if your ride don't work out. I got something lined up. That's the last time I saw her. You see her? Give me a call. And would you say she's dependable? Absolutely. Deputy That's Billings follows up with Heather's manager at the Iron Skillet. By all accounts, Heather's a customer favorite. Hey, Sal. Haven't seen you in a few days. Where have you been? Hey, Heather. They had a nickname for her at work. They called her um, the, their little moon face because she was always smiling. I'm headed up to Detroit today. Doing okay. Well, maybe this extra slice of Mississippi mud pie will make things a little bit better for you. You are a sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you. A girl that age, 
There are any number of, of truckers who would give her a ride anywhere she wanted to go. But if a trucker did give Heather a ride, it wasn't a Mississippi. With so little to go on, the investigation hits a wall just 10 days after Heather disappears. She was out there somewhere. I had a very bad feeling that I'd never see her again. Three more weeks pass with no sign of Heather. Detective Donald Bowie and Lieutenant Spivey from the Major Crimes Homicide Division take over the case and immediately spot a red flag. Money had been taken off Heather's card since her so-called disappearance. Video depicted Josh Foldham at an ATM. He should have a very good excuse why he has this card. What is Heather's estranged husband doing using her ATM card a month after she disappeared? The detectives questioned Josh at his trailer. So what do you know about Heather's ATM card? Oh yeah, she gave me her ATM card to use in case I need to take money out for the kids. Did she ever run away? Yeah, she has before, but you know, she'd only be gone maybe a week. She's never been gone this long. We've been together 11 years. Josh and Heather grew up in rural Mississippi. Why don't you split the shake with me? I can't. I'll get fired. One sip. And met at a small town diner when they were still in high school. She was waitress, and he, he used to come in. OK, one sip. <laughs> Tell anybody. The two fell head over heels and were soon inseparable. Hey. I'm all done. Let's get out of here. All right. She was already stuck in this, I just want to be a mother, I just want to have a husband and have my own family. Three years after meeting, Heather and Josh had their first child, a girl, and a couple years later moved to Florida where Josh's mother lived. They had a little boy in 2006, and soon young parenthood and making ends meet put a strain on their relationship. Where are you going? <sighs> I gotta go. I thought we were gonna go take the kids to the park or something today. I got things I gotta do today. The kids are a little bit more important than whatever Baby, you got. Baby, don't even pull that on me now. You need to start acting like a dad then. I can't take this anymore, Josh. Over the next few years, the couple split up and reconciled numerous times. The hottest woman in Marion County. Heather even moved back to Mississippi once or twice, but she always ended up back in Florida with Josh. Heather wanted her kids to have their dad so bad, she kept going back and trying it again. I brought you out here tonight for a special reason. We've been together 11 years now, and uh, I know you always want to get married, so I got a question for you. Will you marry me? <laughs> yes. Yeah? Yeah. You like it? Oh, baby, I love it. Mwah. Oh after more than a decade together, the couple finally married the day after Christmas 2008. But the honeymoon didn't last. And three months later, Heather disappeared. Josh, what happened the last day you saw Heather? She called me up because she wanted to get out of town, go see her mom. She wanted me to come get the kids and drop her off. So I dropped her off at the truck stop and that was it. It was hard for us to wrap our mind around her just packing her bags and leaving without her kids, knowing that those kids are her life. Y'all need to talk to Jamie Acom. 
It's probably that scumbag. Truth is, Heather's new boyfriend, Jamie, does have some skeletons in his closet. Jamie Aikum had a checkered past, spent some significant time in and out of jail. Burglaries, drugs. Could Heather's ex-con beau be the source of her sudden disappearance? The current boyfriend is always a possible suspect. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Hey, it's Janice from Warner Brothers Discovery. Nothing is more personal or specific than our health and well-being. So it's really weird to me that most weight loss plans are one size fits all. Noom, however, is different. Noom understands that every single person is unique, so they build personal plans to meet individual needs. I appreciate that Noom is designed this way, that it meets each person where they're at and that its approach is based in psychology and biology. And not only that, this approach is grounded in science. Noom has published more than 30 peer-reviewed scientific articles about it. Noom also wants you to enjoy food so it doesn't restrict what you can eat or shame you for treating yourself. I actually overheard a conversation about Noom at my local cafe the other day. Both diners were talking about all these foods they've discovered that they really love thanks to recipes they found on the Noom app. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. A month has passed since 26-year-old mother of two, Heather Strong, vanished from the swampy backwoods of Marion County, Florida. Two men admitted to seeing Heather on February 15, 2009, the day she went missing. Her husband, Josh Fulgham, and her current boyfriend, Jamie Acom. Jamie, people don't just leave for no reason. Tell us what really happened the last time you saw Heather. Listen, I done told you. 
She got off her shift. She came home. She was pissed because Josh told her some crap about me sleeping with this 14-year-old girl. It's not true, but she wouldn't hear it. So she kicked me out. No, get out. Come on, Jamie. Heather was kicking you out. You mean to tell us that didn't upset you? I was upset about not having a place to stay, but not about her leaving. Besides, we weren't that serious no way. Not like she was with Josh. Not like she was with Ben. It seems Jamie wasn't the only former flame in Heather's life just before she went missing. Ben McCollum had a job. He was consistent in what he was doing, and I think that was a little bit more something that Heather was looking for. Heather met Ben at the restaurant where she was working. And they became friends. Ben. Hey, Heather. Hey, how are you? Great. Just enjoying another day in paradise, as you can see. I just was running errands and thought I'd pop on by. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, uh, oh, I got some for you. I was going to bring it to you tonight at the house. What do you have? As long as you're here. Made you this flower. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are so crazy. I figured you could use something to never need watering. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. She thought he was so handsome and just like a gentleman. Before getting engaged to Josh in the summer of 2008, Heather moved in with Ben. After discovering that her children's father, Josh, was cheating on her. Heartbroken, Heather thought Ben was just the guy to comfort her. When Heather was with Ben, Josh kept trying to get in the middle. So uh, I took this snorkeling trip down in, in Tampa, and... Hey, Josh. He knew what to say to Heather to get her back. They, he wanted to be a family, and she'd believe him every time. I can talk. What's going on? Um, kids missing. Heather left Ben right before Christmas 2008 and married Josh just days later on December 26th. <laughs> yes! Ben was devastated, but could his anger over the rejection have driven him to take it out on Heather? So what do we got on this Ben guy? Well, I know when he and Heather broke it off, Josh slept in. They got married quick. <laughs> but that pissed off Ben. Detectives have three viable persons of interest, all of whom had romantic ties to Heather Strong. Detectives find Ben at his auto shop. Ben McCall? Yeah? How you doing? I'm Detective Bowie, and this is Lieutenant Spivey. We're here investigating the disappearance of Heather Strong. The mechanic admits he saw Heather on Valentine's Day, the day before she vanished. Heather had indicated to Ben that she was leaving Jamie. You know, I'm sorry about how things ended between us. I was wondering if maybe we could give it another try. Heather, I care for you a lot. But I don't think you're done with Josh. And honestly, I don't know if you ever will be. Ben assures detectives that he had nothing to do with her disappearance. Were you guys fighting at all? Are you no, the no. jealous type? Oh, no, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not the jealous type. 
you want to talk about somebody's jealous type, you need to talk to her husband, Josh. That guy, he was capable of doing anything. He had a girlfriend on the side, and uh, he still wouldn't leave Heather and I alone. Turns out, Ben's opinion is pretty much echoed by many who know Josh. Josh had a reputation Josh was a hothead. And according to her family, Heather got the worst of Josh's temper. Where are you going? I'm gonna go visit my mom in Mississippi. Your mom in Mississippi? Yeah. I'm gonna take the kids. Are you kidding me right now? Him and Heather had, had several domestic uh, disputes. And he was very controlling. You're taking my kids to Mississippi, huh? Is that what you think you're doing? Is that what you think you're doing? We would try to talk to Heather, but it always came down to she loved Josh. It's okay. Heather thought once they finally got married, Josh would be different. Yeah. You like it? She always wanted her and Josh to get married. She was so excited. Unfortunately, marriage did not turn Josh into a better family man. In fact, it made things worse. On January 5th, 2009, two weeks after the wedding, Josh took his abuse to another level. It's about them phone calls, ain't it? Probably going with that idiot Ben too, huh? I haven't talked to Ben since before we got married, Josh. Ah, oh, ben, Josh! You, huh? Huh? Please. Please don't do this. Josh was arrested and charged with assault. And Heather decided once and for all she had to move on with her life. Heather! She struck up a relationship with Jamie Acom. Jamie! Who she'd met before through her circle of friends. But Josh kept calling from jail. This is Heather. Hey, baby. Hey, I just want to tell you uh, how sorry I am for what happened. I just, like, I just freaked out and stupid. I need you to do something. I need you to call down here and tell them that, that we were just playing around and, you know, that I didn't mean it. Okay, and they'll let me go. Okay, hello? Josh, I'm at work right now. I really can't talk about this. Babe. Heather. In the end, Heather dropped the charges, and Josh was released from jail in early February. But this time, she didn't take him back. She just thought, I'll do the best that I can to make this go away, and then maybe he'll, he'll leave me alone. She also let her new guy, Jamie, move in with her. Two weeks later, she vanished. After a long day of talking to those closest to Heather, Detectives know it's time to bring Josh Fulgham down to the station and get some straight-up answers. If you dropped her off, how come none of her fellow employees saw you? I mean, she had a suitcase, right? She didn't go to work. I dropped her off. She said she had a ride. That's all I know. I think I want an attorney now. You have that right. With no evidence anything has happened to Heather, Detectives can't charge Josh with anything major, so for now, they decide to arrest him for fraudulent use of Heather's ATM card. Okay, Josh, I think we're gonna go ahead and transfer you to jail now. To jail? No, I can't go to jail. I can't go back to jail. Listen, 
I might know her who she is. So she's alive? I don't know. I think it might be too late. Out of nowhere, Josh indicated, if you allow me to see my kids and take my wallet uh, to my mom, I'll tell you where Heather is. And that was a shocker. It's just up here a little ways. We didn't waste any time. We did not want him to have the opportunity to change his mind. Detectives followed Josh's directions 20 miles north down a dark, winding lane into the Spanish moss-shrouded town of Boardman. Detective Bowie, I didn't kill her. Jamie Aikum killed her. Just take us to the body. And that's exactly what he did. Josh claims he heard secondhand that this is where Heather's body is buried. It was a place that that's just gave you an eerie feeling. Police, open up. Open up, please. Can I help you? Ma'am, we're looking for a missing person, Heather Strong. We have reason to believe that she may be on your property. Do we have permission to look around? Yes, yes, of course. Mom, what's going on? I don't know, Amelia. Josh? Turns out, this isn't some random dumping ground, but the home of another player in a bizarre love triangle. Josh's girlfriend, 25-year-old Amelia Carr. Detectives follow Josh into the darkness behind the house. I don't know, y'all somewhere in that, in that area. 50 yards away, a broken down single wide trailer stands half buried by snarled vines and thick vegetation. We're walking around this old abandoned mobile home and he's pointing at little holes in the dirt and saying, well, you know, maybe that's it or maybe that's it. Enough acting all confusion, right? Where's the body? I don't know, it was dark, man. Josh went to the back of the mobile home and pointed to a place that was covered by a bunch of branches. I took a long stick and I stuck it to where the dirt was and it immediately went all the way down to my knuckle. I believed that that was a grave and possibly where Heather was laid to rest. Let's come back at sunup. They secure the crime scene and escort Josh back to lockup. Mommy, what's happening? Josh! It's okay, baby. We're working out. Amelia! Get inside, get dressed. You're coming with us. Is she going to jail? We need to talk to her. Emilia, no. Mommy, Edgar está bien. Está bien. Emilia Carr was the mother of three children, and she was a part of this big group of friends. Eight months pregnant, Amelia reveals that she was Josh's go-to girlfriend whenever he and Heather were having problems. Josh, you're always walking out. And she claims to be carrying his child. Amelia, why would Josh say Heather's body was on your property? I don't know. I didn't even know that she was back there. I had no idea. The night she disappeared, where were you? I was at the house. We were having a party. Everybody in the gang was there. Jamie was there. Jamie Acom? Yeah. Police are stunned to learn that Jamie Acom is not only Heather's last boyfriend, but has a history with Amelia as well. In fact, he's the father of one of Amelia's kids. They kind of all co-mingled together. The whole circle of friends have been in and out of relationships. 
We knew it was a love triangle between Josh and Heather and Amelia. Jamie just ended up making it all that more complicated. What exactly is your relationship with Jamie, Heather, and Josh? Well, Heather and I are friends, and Heather and Josh were together for a long time, and I was with Jamie for a long time. And then, you know, things kind of fell apart between each of us, and we kind of switched places. <laughs> Not like a love triangle or anything like that, but like a love square. So Josh and I got together, and Jamie and Heather got together. You know how it is, right? Amelia insists she has no clue about what happened to Heather, and police let her go for now. But someone in this tangled web knows more than they are saying. It would entirely be possible that they were all involved. At sunrise the next morning, police comb through debris in the soggy backwoods behind Amelia Carr's home. I began digging until I came upon a piece of plyboard. I could smell this odor of uh, decomposition. Stuffed inside a duffel bag is the decaying body of Heather Strong. She was thrown out like trash. To find out how Heather died, detectives will have to wait for the medical examiner's report. In the meantime, they process the dilapidated trailer next to the muddy grave. It's old, it's extremely dirty, but once we started looking around, we found pieces of duct tape with clumps of hair attached to them. Spivey. Look what we got. Let's get forensics out here. This is where she was murdered. After Heather Strong's body is formally identified, her family in Mississippi get the phone call they've been dreading. Hello? When they told me, then I, the, and I really knew that she was dead, I, I collapsed. <laughs> that was just a sick feeling. They like just throw her in the, in the ground like she was nothing. Detectives decide to take another crack at that man who led them to Heather's body, Josh Fulgham. Look, you knew and showed us where the body was. So why don't you just cut the BS and tell us what really happened? Josh isn't shy about offering up yet another version of events. Jamie killed her. Amelia knew Heather was going to run with my kids in Mississippi. So she paid him $500 to do it. I guess she thought she was doing me a favor. Josh claims that he only learned of the killing after the fact. There you are. <laughs> what is that? Here. What is it? Where'd you get this? We don't have to worry about Heather anymore. <sighs> don't worry about it. Baby. It's all good. Everything's gonna be okay. I don't know. Police hunt down Jamie Acom to verify the story. Why were you at Amelia's house the night Heather disappeared? I told you, I had to bring her some baby diapers. You know, Heather was killed the night you were there. I had no reason to kill Heather. We're going our separate ways. I was fine with me. 
Jonah, who hated Heather. Amelia hated Heather. Jamie reveals the two women were actually bitter rivals over the love of Josh Fulgham. I love you. Oh, yeah. Amelia loved Josh, and she wanted Josh more than anything. Amelia knew that she couldn't compete with Heather. Heather would always win out. Well, Josh proposed to Amelia. I turned around and gave Heather the ring and married her instead. Amelia was pissed. According to Jamie, Amelia wanted her competition dead. So a month before Heather was murdered, Amelia made him an offer. I need you to do me a favor. $500 to make Heather disappear for good. Take care of Heather for me. Take care of Heather. Take care of Heather. Look, I thought she was kidding, but now I know she wasn't. I didn't kill Heather. While forensic evidence is still being processed, detectives release Akam. He's still a person of interest, but it appears the person with the strongest motive now is Amelia Carr. Now this is one of those crazy love triangle cases. We have the victim's husband, Josh, now saying that his girlfriend, Amelia, got Jamie Akam to kill Heather. Jamie Akam is the victim's boyfriend. Now, Akam's now saying that Amelia did it herself. With two men naming Amelia as the mastermind behind Heather's murder, detectives confront the pregnant woman. How are you feeling? Okay, won't be long now. So we talked to Jamie. He said you offered him $500 to kill Heather. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a joke. I didn't mean that. <laughs> Why would Josh also say that you hired Jamie to kill Heather? He said that? Struck by this new bombshell, Amelia suddenly changes her tune. Amelia says it before he goes to work. Josh comes to the house and kind of explained to her that something occurred in the back trailer. Hey, you know that trailer out back? Mm-hmm. Leave, leave it alone for a little while. There's something I gotta take care of over there. She indicated that curiosity got the best of her. She went into the trailer to see for herself. She discovered Heather duct taped to the chair. Amelia's new story puts the murder squarely back on Josh Fulgham's shoulders. So which of the lovers is telling the truth? You got two people pointing the fingers back at each other. Two days after Heather's body is unearthed, the crime lab comes back with solid evidence putting one of their suspects at the murder scene. You know that hair in the duct tape? It's definitely Heather Strong's. The best part is the fingerprint is Josh's. Police interrogate Josh yet again, but this time, armed with forensic proof, he was in the trailer where Heather was killed. We can definitely see in, in Josh's face that he's just exhausted, and Josh wants to get off his chest about exactly what happened. 
Come on, Josh. I'm not buying it. You were mad at Heather. Why? Okay, yeah. I was, I was mad at her because she put me in jail for pulling that shotgun on her, okay? Yeah. Hey, baby. Come to find out, the plan to kill Heather was hatched during Josh's January jail stint. Josh had had some jail phone calls uh, with Amelia inquiring about the trailer on her property, and she said, basically, I'm with you all the way. Josh was released from jail in early February. Two weeks later, when Heather threatened to take the kids back to Mississippi, it was the final straw. I called me. I said, you remember what y'all about doing for? She said, yeah. I said, you got She said, yeah. Josh told Heather he could pay her some child support if she let him see the kids that evening. I told her, I know where's the money at. I want her to help me go get it. How much money did you tell her? $1,700. Josh, where are you taking me? Well, I'm not sure. We're in the middle of nowhere. It'll be worth it once we get there. All right. As night fell, Josh drove Heather to Amelia's, where they sneaked into the backyard to look for the hidden money. Josh, it's really dark out here. Use your dang lighter. This better not be one of your stupid pranks. Josh, I don't want to go in there. Stop being a baby, come on. You want the money, don't you? The trailer had no electricity. What are you looking for? I don't see anything. Josh. Josh? Josh went on to say the door opens and who comes in? Amelia. <laughs> Amelia hit her nail with that flashlight. I grabbed her up. I took her and I set her in that chair. She's duct taped to the chair, hands and feet. It was too when you put me in jail, bitch. Please, no! Please. According to Josh, Amelia then covered Heather's face in a plastic bag. She put her hand and she taped it. She ran the tape around her neck part. And they ultimately killed her. When Josh confessed all those things to us. Uh, both Detective Bowie and I, for the first time, felt like he had told us the real truth. No, I don't need to talk to a lawyer, Mama. I'm guilty. I done it, Mama. But I didn't do it alone. We have the fingerprint on Josh, but no real physical evidence on Amelia. The only thing tying her to the murder is Josh and the fact that it happened in her backyard. Detectives are convinced that Amelia is just as guilty of killing Heather as Josh, but they can't prove it yet. Over the next couple of days, Amelia phones police repeatedly, asking for updates on the case. Detective Spivey, this is Amelia. I know things. And I can help you find an eyewitness to Heather's death, hypothetically. Amelia was trying to play games. 
but I need immunity before I say anything more. She knew that if she could get that agreement of immunity, then it didn't matter what she did, she was going to be scot-free. Without physical evidence to tie Amelia to the crime, detectives enlist the help of Josh's sister, Michelle Gustafson, to coax a confession out of Amelia. Look, whatever my brother did, I know Amelia is a part of it. He should not be the only one in jail. Investigators devise an undercover sting that will hopefully ensnare Amelia once and for all. Okay, Michelle, I just need you to calm down, okay? You can do this, okay? Detective Spivey is right now bugging your car. He's gonna put a microphone under your steering wheel and then another one in the dashboard, okay? And we'll be right over there. We'll be watching the entire time. Unaware that Josh has already confessed, Amelia arrives to meet Michelle right on time. What is going on? I know, crazy, right? Listen, you, you and Josh are gonna have that baby and, and we're gonna be a real family soon. Michelle told her, you just need to tell me what happened so I can help you plan your way out of this. Detectives know this is a pivotal moment in solving Heather's murder. I'm trying to help him to get out of this, but he can't throw me under the bus either. If he confesses to this, we both go down. Yeah. Okay. We tried to snap her neck. That didn't work. Why would you try to snap her neck? Because I thought it would be quick and painless. When we tried to bury the body, he started crying and... He had me put a blanket around her head because he couldn't look at her. It's the breakthrough they need to put both killers away for good. That basically sealed the fate for Amelia. One hour later, detectives bring Amelia back to interrogation. She has no idea she's been caught on tape. I wasn't there. I did not kill that girl. Ever the manipulator, Amelia sticks to her story that Josh was the monster, and she had nothing to do with Heather's death. Josh, who's the monster, sat right in here and says, I did it all. I'm responsible. I'll take what's coming to me. And he's the monster. You are. Investigators Bowie and Spivey finally dropped the hammer on Amelia. Today, you had a conversation with Josh's sister. We recorded you guys. Amelia just kind of slumped down. She knew she was caught. You have shown no remorse. You're acting like a cold-hearted, hateful person who killed the mother of two children. Amelia breaks down and finally reveals new details of the horrible crime. Heather was lured to the trailer. I know Heather's life flashed before her eyes because she knew at that point she was set up. They kind of wrestled her over to the chair. So her feet were taped together, but her hands were taped to the arms. She's coming too. She's coming. Josh, please. I'm claustrophobic. That's when he hit her and he said, bitch, I'm claustrophobic too. And you had me locked up in Marion County Jail for 31 days. Please, 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 please. Amelia stood behind her and, and was attempting to break her neck, but couldn't get her neck to break. That is not working, Do it, Josh. It ain't working. Move, I got nothing. 
Amelia is holding her hand over her mouth and nose. Got compressed into her chest. She gave this last final grunt and a, and a kick. Is that right? That you were there with Josh when Heather took her last breath? Yes. The medical examiner told us that it could have taken several minutes for Heather to actually die. It's disturbing to know that they could both look at this person who's begging for their life and decide at that point, now I'm gonna go ahead and kill you. Josh and Amelia, they took a lot from me. And my family. We know we'll never make another memory with her again, and neither will our kids. Josh Fulgham and Amelia Carr are both charged with first-degree murder. No charges were ever filed against Jamie Acom. In 2011, Amelia goes on trial first and is found guilty of capital murder. She is sentenced to death by lethal injection. Deep down, I really feel like she was the driving force behind Josh making this decision to kill Heather. One day, if she doesn't get her appeal, I'll see her take her last breath like she did my daughter. I know that sounds horrible, but it's the way I feel. Josh Fulgham is tried a year later. The jury believes Amelia was ultimately the mastermind and sentences Josh to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Josh and Heather's kids were adopted into a loving family. Heather's memory lives on in the hearts of everyone who was lucky enough to have known her. I want everybody to remember Heather like she was, just happy, loving, full of life. She was a sweetheart. Every day, something always reminds me of her. She would always do for everybody else. She came last. If you're updating your closet for summer, you need dependable clothes that you can wear anywhere, whatever you're doing. And for that, you can look to American Giant. American Giant makes clothing of exceptional quality for people who want something more than the status quo offers. Whether you need to re-up on reliable everyday t-shirts, pick up a solid pair of shorts, or invest in a pair of durable jeans, American Giant is a better choice. They make everything right here in the USA, from start to finish. So when you buy from American Giant, you become part of creating jobs and improving local communities in towns and cities all across the country. And keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Shop your new summertime closet staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com with promo code WA23. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Dan and Nancy reside in the peaceful suburbs just outside of Portland, where they are living out their golden years. Their marriage spans over two decades and is seen as a pillar of the community. But when Dan is found dead in his classroom, Nancy finds herself at the center of a murder case that could be ripped from the pages of her novels. Binge all episodes of Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.